Welcome to a Biblical Perspective Podcast, where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective. Boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. Well, hello, family. Welcome to another episode of a Biblical Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. As always, I'm excited to be with you once again to share from God's perspective on subject matters that are, in some cases, taboo, however important and pertinent to society and to the body of Christ. So today we're going to deal with the subject matter, 21 reasons for a prophet. That's right. 21 reasons for a prophet. Now, today's episode, I purposely orchestrated it to launch on October 31st, 2022. Of course, many of you, if not all of you listening, you know that October 31st is deemed as Halloween. And it has become a national holiday, as it were. Now, if you followed the podcast for any length of time, you know that last year in particular, I did an intense, extensive teaching on the subject of Halloween. I gave you the origin thereof. I gave you. God's perspective as it pertains to why he is against it, why God does not have any interaction with this damnable demonic day. And I also gave you scriptural precedents as to why we, the offspring of the Godhead, should not have any participation, any connection with Halloween, regardless of the redefining of the word, the term Halloween now has been redefined as Hallelujah Night, Harvest Night, Harvest Festival. You are still participating in the damnable demonic origin in which the holiday derives from. So it does not matter whether or not you have changed your festivities and your activities surrounding this damnable day from trick or treat to trunk or treat. You are still setting yourself up to be infiltrated your mind, your spirit, your heart by demons, by the demonic. And so I want you to pull close to your listening device as we deal with the subject of 21 reasons for a prophet. And I wanted to launch this episode on Halloween 
because of one of the reasons for a prophet, which is to divide light from darkness. That is one of the reasons I'm wetting your appetite. I'm giving you one before we dig our heels and dig our teeth into this. But that's one of the reasons that we're going to cover and look at probably in two parts. Today, I'll do my best to give you the first 10 or at least first 11 reasons. And then as we move into part two, we'll conclude with the other 10. But again, one of the reasons, actually reason number three, that God yet needs prophets, he yet employs the office, he yet utilizes the office is because of our responsibility as prophets to divide light from darkness. And Halloween is a day that celebrates darkness. There's no light in it. There's no God in it. Catch this. There is no life in it. And so buckle your seatbelts because we're getting ready to get knee deep into 21 reasons for a prophet. And I want to encourage you right before we dive and delve deeper into our subject matter for today. If you're not already following me on social media, if you're not connected, you are doing yourself a disservice. I would love the opportunity to converse with you, to interact with you in a personal way right here on Facebook or right there, I should say, on Facebook, on Instagram and YouTube. And so connect with me and the ministry on those social media platforms. You can connect with the prophet personally on my personal social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, as well as Twitter. My handles there are C Terrell Johnson, C Terrell, Terrell is spelled T-E-R-R-I-L-L Johnson, C Terrell Johnson. That is my personal social media handle for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then also connect with us via the ministry's social media platforms at CTJ Ministries. That's for Instagram. That's for Facebook and for YouTube, CTJ Ministries. And let's have a conversation there as well. All right. Let's jump back into our topic for today's podcast. And that is 21 reasons for a prophet. Now, I want to preface our teaching with two definitions in particular. And the first definition I want you to write down and take note of is of the term prophet. And we are taking our definitions from one of our favorite authors whom authored one of our favorite books, The Prophet's Dictionary, authored by Dr. Paula A. Price. And this is term number 1065 in the prophet's dictionary. Prophet. It is defined as, listen to this, a divine functionary who serves as the spokesperson for a deity. 
That's the definition for the term prophet. A prophet is a divine functionary who serves as the spokesperson for a deity. So as God's prophets, it is our role, our duty, our responsibility to not only hear, not only to receive, but to articulate accurately what God's intentions are, what God's will is, what God's purposes are. The prophet is that divine communication person, divine communication system that God uses to inform Earth's inhabitants of his will, his purposes, his intentions, as well as provide them with the steps, the schematics, the blueprint on how to walk out, carry out, appropriate, exemplify, bring to fruition what he has expressed in regards to his will in regards to his purposes, in regards to his intentions concerning you. And so it is the duty, hear me, of the prophets of God to tell, to declare, to voice, to communicate with earth what God's thoughts are, what God's mind set is, or what his mind, I should say, what his mind is concerning a matter, concerning a circumstance, a situation. The prophets of God don't speak in accordance to their will. They don't speak in accordance to their emotions. They don't speak in accordance to their feelings. Catch this. God's prophets don't speak in accordance to culture based upon what's accepted by culture, based upon what's popular by culture, based upon what is popular. But the prophets of God, they are the divine functionary for the deity of deities, which is God almighty. Now, I also want to give you one other term, and then we're going to get into these 21 reasons for a prophet. And as we, as we sojourn through today's teaching, you will understand, or rather it's my hope. It's my hope that you come to understand and see the significance in me laying the foundation for this teaching by giving you the definitions and the meanings of the term prophet and now the term Halloween. Halloween also, this definition, this meaning comes from the prophet's dictionary. It's term 593. Halloween, October 31st, a satanic holiday, a satanic holiday. Now, oh, I hit the wrong, uh, (laughs) 
I was endeavoring to hit the bell. You, you all know I hadn't hit the bell here on the biblical perspective for, uh, for, for a minute here and I hit the wrong sound effect. There we go. There we go. All right. Now we got the right sound effect. I wanted to ensure that you heard what I said. October 31st, a satanic holiday. That's right. It's a satanic holiday. So again, it makes no difference. Preacher, pastor, bishop, apostle, how you endeavor to redefine the original etymological meaning. You can't. You cannot alter or change the origin of a thing. Satan is the originator. He is the source behind this holiday. It's satanic. All right. The definition goes on to say a satanic holiday for the intermingling of occultic agents and demonic spirits. So I want you to catch that when you participate in Halloween, you are intermingling. You are interacting with the demonic realm. Whether you realize it or not, whether you admit it or not, it yet remains true. The definition concludes by saying, well, let me finish this portion. So it's a satanic holiday for the intermingling of occultic agents and demonic spirits. Sam Han or Sam Hain comes from the Gaelic word. Sam Hain or Sam Han is the Gaelic word for Halloween. Those who celebrate it seek to exalt profanity. Listen to this. You Exalt profanity, uncleanliness, and witchcraft when you participate in Samhain, Samhain, or Halloween. It is a high offering day for witches, sorcerers, and occultists of all kinds. Of all kinds. So, I want to be clear. I want to be clear as it pertains to the origin of Halloween, and it is the origin thereof that prohibits the believer, the Christian, from having any connection to it, participating in any way, shape, or form with it because of its origin. Hence, back to and connecting to our subject for today's Episode 21 Reasons for a Prophet. This is why prophets are needed. This is why prophets are necessary because prophets understand this. Prophets bring to you God's eternal truths. Did y'all hear that? Prophets bring to you, they unfold for you, they unmask God's eternal truths. So the first reason for a prophet, let's get into it, is to detect the voice of the true and living God. Prophets help you to detect, to differentiate, to discern between the voices of pagan deities and between the voice 
of the true and living God, living God. Now let's, let's spend just a minute right here unpacking the word living. I want you to understand, rather notice, I want you to notice the word living in this first reason. Again, reason number one for a prophet to detect the voice of the true and living God. Halloween celebrates the God of the dead. Did you hear me? Halloween is a celebration for the God of death and or the dead. Jesus Christ, what did he say? He said, behold, I've come that you might have what? Not death, not corrosion, not erosion, not decay. He said, I've come that you might have life. The operative word in his declarative statement. I've come that you might have life. Catch this and life more abundantly life to the full. Jesus came because we were born and shaped in iniquity due to the fall of Adam and Eve due to their disobedience to God's instruction. All right. Adam sold humanity to Satan and therefore death, death became our birthright. Hence for or hence we we were born, David declared, born and shapen in iniquity did my mother conceive me. So we were already destined for hell, destined for death, destined for doom. But Jesus came to rectify, to redeem, to restore. All right. And so Jesus is the God of life. Therefore, anything that celebrates death, anything that ascribes to death is anti-God because Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. Also, Jesus instructed us as it pertains to Satan's purposes, Satan's intentions. He says, Jesus about and or in reference to Satan, that the thief Satan comes for to kill, steal and to destroy all aspects of death to kill, steal and to destroy. All right. Reason number two for a prophet to declare God's mind, will and emotions. That's one of the paramount purposes and reasons for God's divine functionary, the prophet, is to declare God's mind. And it yet boggles my mind and grieves my heart as it pertains to all of these so-called quote-unquote Christian preachers, apostles and prophets that are pushing a gospel that is in direct opposition of what the scripture teaches. And we're living in a day and now, dear hearts, that truth is not accepted by, unfortunately, many in the church. It's tolerated to a certain, to a certain extent, but unfortunately, 
the vast majority of quote unquote Christians, they do not ascribe to the truth of the scriptures. They do not conform to the truth of the scriptures because the scripture, you cannot, well, you can debate it if you want to. However, your debate and your argument, they are, they are uh, insignificant. They are built and established upon fallacy because the Bible, the scriptures are clear as it pertains to the offspring of God separating themselves from the practices of uh, from from demonic practices and rituals, from occultic practices and rituals, from satanic practices and rituals. The scriptures are clear as it pertains to God's offspring, the elect of God, not having any participation, any interaction with witches, warlocks, seeking psychics. Hmm? It's all in the Bible. And so it is the job of the prophet to declare God's truth, not what society has redefined and categorized and labeled as truth, not what's popular among culture and among society. But the second reason is to declare God's mind his will, and his emotions, what he feels. See, we hardly ever talk about what's on the heart of God as it pertains to what concerns him, as it pertains to his issues. And whether you want to believe it or not, God has an issue with his children participating in the celebration of his Adversary, As Dr. Price says, if Satan could have a birthday, Halloween would be his birthday because we know he was not born. He was created. However, this is Halloween. October 31st is a high holy day for Satan's prophets, for Satan's psychics, for Satan's warlocks, for Satan's witches. And it is the job of the prophet specifically to push back on Satan's agenda to popularize. And really, if you would take an honest assessment of the progression of Halloween, it has evolved from a day to a season because it has definitely been popularized. Unfortunately, the vast majority of persons or people that help to popularize Halloween is the church. Bell moment. Bell moment. Think about that. It's the church. The church helped to popularize the satanic day through trunk or treat foolishness through hallelujah night foolishness through hallelujah festival foolishness through having your children dress up in a Christian quote unquote costume alternative 
Listen, have you done your research as it pertains to the origin, the origination of costumes? Have you done your homework? Have you done your homework? Were you due diligent as it pertains to researching the origination and the origin of jack-o'-lanterns? Hmm? Well, if you scroll through uh, the many podcasts that a biblical perspective has produced in our two years of being on Charisma Podcast Network, I in my teaching entitled, I believe, Why Christians Should Have an Issue with Halloween or the Origin of Halloween, I again, I spent at least an hour per episode going in depth scripturally and historically as it pertains to Halloween. All right. Reason number three, reason number three for a prophet to divide light from darkness. Well, is that not what we're talking about when we address this subject matter of Halloween? Halloween, it, 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 it centers in on Two, two things in particular, death and darkness, death and darkness, death and darkness. And it is the job of the prophet to make the distinction between what is light, light being connected to God, light being connected to truth, light being connected to righteousness, light being connected to holiness. It is the prophet's job to differentiate, to make a distinction between light and darkness, darkness connected to death, darkness connected to Satan, darkness connected to unrighteousness, darkness connected to everything opposite of light. Reason number four, to separate the holy from unholy. See, God's prophets don't provide scriptural loopholes for sin, for unrighteousness, for displaying inappropriate behavior. No, 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 no. Those are prophets of Baal. So if any of you who are listening to and or you are part of ministries that gives license to cuss and license to drink and lice yo come on and license to participate in this pagan holiday you are sitting under connected to a prophet of Baal's anointing instruction and you are setting your soul up for death for doom, for destruction. God's prophets separate the holy from the unholy. We do it unapologetically. We do it boldly. And we do it in alignment with the scriptures. We don't insert our opinion. We don't insert. We're talking about 21 reasons for a prophet Specifically, God's prophets, because based on the definition of the term prophet, we understand that all deities have a spokesperson. 
Okay. Hence psychics, hence witches, hence warlocks. They are Satan's spokesperson. They are Satan's functionary. And God's prophets, and by the way, you're listening to one, <laughs> one of God's prophets. It is our job to push back. It is our job to shut down. It is our job to denounce and renounce everything that Satan is doing, that he's endeavoring to push in the earth, that he is pioneering, that he is uh, uh, campaigning for. It is the prophet's job to shut it down. All right. Reason number five. To to differentiate the truth from the lie. This is the fifth reason for a prophet to differentiate the truth from the lie. And that's what I'm doing right here, right now, as we walk you through these 21 reasons and connecting them specifically to today, which is October 31st, 2022. Now, of course, you may listen to this particular episode next week, tomorrow, but the day in which this episode launches is October 31st. And again, I strategically, uh, purposefully launched it on today because I wanted to combat in the spirit through this teaching the demonic activities, the demonic activity that is happening and transpiring right now. And that many of you, unfortunately, many of you are allowing your children to participate in, hence giving Satan access to the gateways of your children through their hearing gateway, through their eyes gateway, through their mouth gateway. But it is the prophet's job to help you identify the truth, to separate the fallacy from truth, to help you identify what is being pushed as truth, but is but in actuality is fallacy, is false. And what's false is it's okay. For Christians to participate in Halloween. What's the lie is that hallelujah night and, and trunk or treat are Christian gods okay with these alternatives to Halloween. No, the only alternative to Halloween is the truth of the scriptures and the truth of the scriptures say that we are to have no Interaction, no fellowship, rather, that light, we who are the children, the offspring of God, the offspring of the Godhead, we are to have no fellowship with darkness. Is that not what the Apostle Paul said? Is that not what the Apostle Paul said? That we are to have no fellowship with darkness. Huh? Is there anyone listening to the prophet that reads their Bible? 
Let's find that scripture, shall we? Let's find that scripture because I don't want to just quote it. I want to read it verbatim in your hearing. The scripture that says, what fellowship that we as children of light have with children of darkness. It is, I believe, in Second Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. All right. Um, and verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership? Hold on. What version am I reading? What version? Let's make sure we're in a good version. Let's make sure we're in a good version. Let's go to the King James. All right. Once again, Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? Did you all hear that? And what communion does light have with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? Now, that's important to note. That's important to note. Because again, the prophet's job is to differentiate truth from the lie. So according to the scriptures, according to the Bible, <laughs> according to the Bible, we are not to have fellowship with darkness. And if you're participating, oh, I'm going to beat this. Uh, I don't want to say dead horse, but I'm going to uh, uh, stump this point. I'm going to drill this thought into your head, preferably beyond your head to your Consciousness to your subconsciousness to the very core of your soul that Halloween is a satanic holiday and you who are children of light should have no participation. Now, the question is, if you're participating in Halloween and you're a quote unquote Christian and there's no conviction, whether you have the ability to articulate why the reasons as uh, whether you have the ability to articulate the reasons as to why we as God's children should not participate in Halloween is irrelevant. You may not have the articulation like I do, but you should have the conviction same as I. If you are truly born from above the sixth reason is to uphold his righteousness and truth. We're dealing with 21 reasons for a prophet. The sixth reason, the sixth reason, reason, y'all excuse my lisp. My wife always makes fun at me as it pertains to me trying to pronounce six. Uh, my lisp shows up. But the sixth reason is to uphold his righteousness and his truth, not uphold the truth of your denomination, not uphold the truth of your reformation, but to uphold the truth of God's righteousness and God's truth. The seventh reason 
for a prophet to personify his person. It's all about God. It's all about God. The prophetic, believe it or not, is all about God. We have made it the church, especially the modern day church, the 21st century church. We have made the prophetic. We have made the office of the prophet. We've made the institution all about the congregation, all about the populace, all about the people. But the prophetic, the institution of the prophetic is all about God. God started it. God founded it and initially staffed it with angels. And Abel was the first prophet in the earth. All right. He is the prophet of civilization or the prophet that founded civilization. But God established the institution of the prophetic for his purpose, for his intentions. It had nothing to do about serving us. It had all to do with serving, manifesting the will of the father, the will of the almighty, the will of the sovereign. So the seventh reason for a prophet to personify his person. The eighth reason is to protect the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's the eighth reason and a very powerful reason. A very powerful reason. Very powerful reason as it pertains to the need and the necessity of a prophet to protect the testimony of Jesus Christ. What does Revelation 10 and 9 say in regards to this eighth reason? Let's read it. Revelations 10 and 9 from the New King James Version. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, so that ye do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's Revelations a revelation 19 and 10, the latter portion of that 10th verse for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And that's the eighth reason for a prophet is to protect the testimony of Jesus Christ, to protect what he died to provide by way of redemption, by way of reconciliation, by or, or through the new birth, through the biotics of scripture. Scripture is not just uh, theoretical. It's not theological. Uh, it's not just text, textual, but it's biotic. It's living. Going back to what Jesus said that I mentioned earlier in the podcast today, Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Well, this life, this gospel that provides life, that enables us to be born from above is biotic. It's living. It's a being. It's a being. It's a being. And so it is the prophet's job to protect the testimony of Jesus Christ. Number nine, the ninth reason for a prophet is to defend God's law, not to defend yourself, 
not to defend your family, not to defend your right to celebrate Halloween. Listen, yes, it is your right. You can do what you want to do because of God having granted humanity free will, the will to choose. However, understand that there are consequences. And in some instances, some cases dire consequences. In some instances, some cases, consequences that are lasting consequences that will continue beyond your lifetime. It will affect your generation and then your generation's generation. Okay. So yes, it's my right. Yes, you can adopt the Bobby Brown theology that it's my prerogative. I can do what I want to do. Yes, you very well can, but understand that there are consequences that come with our decisions. And so the ninth reason for the prophet is to defend God, to defend God. Well, God doesn't need defending his word, his standard, his precepts, his principles, his ways. That's what we're defending. We're not defending him per se. We're defending, we're supporting, we're guarding what God stands for. And the 10th reason, and that's all, this is all we'll have time for today. But next episode, we'll conclude. We'll give you the last 11 of the 21. But for today, the 10th reason for a prophet is to enforce his sovereign government for the government shall be upon his Shoulders. And so government deals with some of the words I just forementioned law, principles, precepts. Okay. God's prophets is to enforce not the laws of the United States government, not the laws that our judicial system deems moral, deems right. No, it is the prophet's job. To enforce the sovereign's government, to enforce what the sovereign has legislated. And I'm here to tell you, dear hearts, that according to the Bible, it's better to obey God than to obey man. Well, what a powerful time we have had today as we walked through the 21 reasons for a prophet. I want to encourage you to email me. Our email address has changed. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your feedback as it pertains to what we've discussed on today's podcast, in particular, addressing the subject of Halloween why God yet uses the prophet, why the institution is yet existing, why it's yet open, why it's necessary. You can send your comments. You can send your questions. You can send your thoughts of disagreement to the email address info at ctjohnson.org. That's info, I-N-F-O, at ctjohnson.org. I would love to hear your feedback, to hear your comments. 
whether you agree with me or not. But remember and understand here on a biblical perspective podcast, we address a an array of subject matters from God's perspective. But I'm open to hear what your perspective is. But bottom line is we're going to go with what God has said, because his perspective, his vantage point is the only one that matters. But indeed, again, I want to hear from you. Won't you take the time to type up, compose a brief email and share your thoughts? Again, you can send it to info at ctjohnson.org. And I also encourage you to connect with me on social media, my personal Social media handle is C. Terrell Johnson and the ministries is CTJ Ministries. Also, if you have not yet become a part of our A Biblical Perspective podcast Facebook group, do so. Just search A Biblical Perspective podcast group and it will come up. You only need to request entry into the group and we'll accept you and you can communicate and converse with me and others there as it pertains to the podcast. All right. I love you. I want you to share today's episode with as many people as you can, especially those that are yet participating in Halloween, whether they're Christian or not, this information, this teaching may be the word from God that pricks their heart, convicts their heart and turn them in the direction of Jesus Christ, allowing him to create in them a new heart, allow them to be born from above. So share this teaching and we'll be back on our next episode to conclude the 21 reasons for a prophet. Until then, this is Prophet C.T. Johnson. I love you. Be empowered. Thanks for listening to A Biblical Perspective Podcast. If today's episode empowered you, subscribe and rate the podcast at cpnshows.com, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. For more information about C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text CTJM to 54244 to stay in the know. And connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at C. Terrell Johnson on Facebook and YouTube at C.T. Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective.